Hi everybody, this is Diane and Langdon, the podcaster. We talk about various media, beginning with Full Metal Alchemist, the 2003 anime adaptation. I am Diane. I am an archaeologist in D.C. And I'm Langdon. I'm a comedian in D.C. Uh, so today we are going to talk about episode 9, uh, Be Thou for the People. But before we get into it, Langdon, why don't you get us up to speed? Where are we? Yeah, uh, so... Right now, we know that our main characters, Edward and Alphonse Elric, or really just Edward Elric, <laughs> uh, they are brothers and alchemists, and they, when they were kids, they tried a human transmutation to bring their mom back to life, and they lost, uh, or Edward lost an arm and a leg, and Alphonse lost his whole body, uh, so he became just a soul bound to a suit of armor. Yeah. And their kind of main goal, and kind of the thing that we're watching for, is to see, will they be able to get their bodies back? Mm -hmm. And they're looking into something called the Philosopher's Stone to, as a means to do that, something to enhance their alchemical powers. Yeah. Uh, Edward recently became a state alchemist, so he now works for the government, for the military. Uh, although he did resign last episode, but he unresigned right after, so we're good. Um, specifically, he works for the flame alchemist Roy Mustang, we think. It's mm -hmm. a little, it's the, the chain of command's a little fuzzy. Mm -hmm. um, and last episode, he caught Barry the Chopper, who was a serial killer in Central, uh, and he saved their longtime friend, Win Winry Rockbell, who is in town to visit them, uh, to congratulate them for passing the exam, or to congratulate Edward yeah. for passing the exam. Um, she was kidnapped by the serial killer. We are in Flashback. Mm -hmm. This is our seventh and final episode yes, in the Flashback. the last one in Flashback. So, we're expecting this flashback to... Uh, have a point. Yes. We're expecting some uh, some progress on our central dramatic question, which is, will these boys get their bodies back? Yep. So there should be at least one significant development this episode. I hope so. Because we haven't had anything I mean, we've had the introduction yet. of the concept of the Philosopher's Stone. But we already knew they were looking for it in right. the Right. So um, there, there wasn't anything new. I really yeah. want something new about our central dramatic question. Yeah. Um, or something new about the homunculi. Because they've been kind of set up as the main villains. Exactly. Particularly really Lust, because she's that. the only one who's actually appeared in flashback so far. Right, and she's appeared for five seconds. Yep, to call Maj Hall a second-rate alchemist. Yeah, at the very, very, well, to call Flame Alchemists. Yes, second, <laughs> yeah, as he does Flame Alchemy. And then she calls him a second-rate alchemist. Um, um, but, but, I mean, the yeah. thing is, like, so far, there hasn't been a point to being in flashback. So you could just do this entire thing sequentially, except right. for, I guess, Edward and Alphonse blowing themselves up in a human transmutation. And that, that does have to be in flashback. That yeah. does have to be in flashback. But, um, like, everything else could be done But I didn't need to see him become a state alchemist. No, I didn't either. I, it, I, it's something that, honestly, I don't care about that much right now. Because... Yeah. But but even if you did want to do it, you could still play everything we've... I think you could still play everything we've seen sequentially... With the exception of the episode three flashbacks, yeah. which you just didn't need to play at all. Right. Um, but they could have been in Lior, not as state alchemists, looking for the Philosopher's Stone, done everything there, and then become state alchemists after the fact. Maybe right. maybe Roy Mustang or another person links up with them in Central and is like, look, if you kids are going to be doing this, I'd rather you be doing it for the military. Yeah, I'd rather you be doing it for me. Mm -hmm. um, no, I just, I don't... I don't see what the point is so far, uh, especially because, again, I didn't have any questions about their past yeah. following the Lior arc. I needed to sit with them for a lot longer. I needed to know them a lot better before I was like, but what were they like before this? You know, yeah. right now I just, I don't, I don't care. So I don't know who these boys are in the present because we've had seconds with them in the past mm -hmm. or we've had a long time with them in the past, but I don't know who they are in the present. I haven't seen how they 
Rome. Yeah. And it's a few years and they're kids. They're yeah. they're 11 and 12. So three years is a long time. Three years is a long time. And that's a lot of like personality change that you undergo between 12 and 15. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let, let's jump into the episode. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So we open up in, in Central where Winry is going nuts. Winry's here. Um, and she is going <laughs> absolutely nuts in a hardware store. She is buying out the entire store. Yeah. Ed is paying for it on his sweet state alchemist stipend. Yeah. And Al brings up the fact that maybe they're buying too many souvenirs for Granny Pinnaco, which tells me that Winry is is buying all of this yeah, yeah, under yeah. the pretense of it being for Granny Pinnacle. but and I she's still, going nuts. She is. Like, she's going ham. She's but picking I still the most have, specific and exotic tools to get. I still have questions though, which mm-hmm. is if Winry feels the need to pretend that she's buying all of these items for Granny Pinnacle, then what reason do I have to believe that Edward knows that Winry is as much of a gearhead as she is enough to recognize that she was in Central from a screw? I. I don't get that. Um, I, I think it's that expectation of prior engagement. Where they just like the audience knows that Winry. Oh yeah, but then the the whole Pinnacle thing is for Edward's benefit. Yeah. I think it's just a ploy to get him to spend more money. Where she's like, it's not for me, it's for Granny. Oh yeah, that yeah, I could buy that. But it's but fun. yeah, I think you're right. Um, it's fun, but she's she's buying things and Edward is like kind of sad. Yeah. Well, she, she's like, Edward, you're, Alphonse tries to like, Alphonse tries to be like, you're spending a lot of money. And she's like, it's okay, it's Edward's money. Right, Edward? And he, he just kind of goes, yeah. But he's got like this sad, like, like sad semi-smile. Like he's got this Mona yeah. Lisa smile on his face. Definitely. And it's, it's so weird for me. Um, but Winry then tries to cheer, cheer him up by giving him an oil can. A, yeah, a sewing machine oil can. Yeah, thing, yeah, I think yeah. She calls it. yeah. Um, which is nice. Like she, Winry's a healer. Yeah, yeah. She's a healer. It, it feels less thoughtful than what I would expect Winry to give. It feels it feels kind of rude. I, uh, but uh, but I get the intention of it. Um, yeah, Winry's perfect. Okay. Yeah, you you right you right. Um, <laughs> a man from the military shows up. A random man, just not a random Havoc, man, not Havoc, or Hawkeye, or, or Breda, Breda, or Fury, or Fallman, or any well, of Fallman the... doesn't work for Mustang in this. He works for Hughes. You're right. You're right. But not any of the named characters from the manga or the or the anime, which just makes no sense because Havoc has been kind of the, the point of contact the grunt. Yeah. for a bit. Yeah. He's been the one sent off to do Mustang's bidding when so, Mustang can't be bothered. So his, who is this man, and why are we using a rando instead of a named character? Um, Let's not get hung up on it. I'm hung up on it. He, she, <laughs> he shows up and says that Lieutenant Colonel Mustang wants to see Edward. So we go to Edward's office. and We go Roy, to Edward's office. We go to Mustang's office. <laughs> we go to Mustang's office. Edward doesn't have an office. He quit. <laughs> but then he unquit. Yeah, he unquit. Uh, so we're getting it. Uh, in Mustang's office, Roy Mustang tells us that... <laughs> tells us that sometimes... State alchemists have to go on missions. Even though Alphonse said that al- alchemists are not meant to catch the bad guys. Yeah, well, they, they go on missions. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he, he has Hawkeye 
give Edward like his his official dossier dossier on it. Yeah. And she tells him that he's basically going to go be a prospector mm-hmm. um, in a small mining mining town because part of St. Alchemist's duties involve checking the quality of materials. And as a state alchemist, you should have a decent knowledge of ores. That makes enough sense if you don't look at yeah, it too hard. Yeah, just don't squint at yeah. it, and it if makes you don't, sense. If you don't remember that alchemy is an extremely varied and diverse field... Yeah, then like it makes not, a little bit of sense. Not but... everybody's doing rock alchemy. Yeah, but his That's job... probably where everybody starts, though. Which is why I say if you, if you don't squint at it, you're probably okay. Right. But his job is go to the coal mine, look at rocks... Make a report. Uh huh. Um, we cut outside quickly towards the end of the scene, and we see Winry and Alphonse waiting. And Winry looks pretty bummed. She looks. She actually well, looks kind of scared. Kind of probably nervous. because she thinks she's about to get kidnapped again. I mean, oh, and the she whole probably is. One time that she was in this city by herself, she got kidnapped and strung up on a meat hook. So like. You know, after that, I'd be afraid of being alone, too. <laughs> the, the law of averages says there's a 100% chance yes, she gets like... kidnapped again. <laughs> uh, but from there, we get our intro. Alphonse explains equivalent exchange, and we do the theme song. Uh, <sighs> after that, we are on a train. Um, trains feel like a big part of the early Full Metal arcs. Trains are awesome. I like trains. Um, trains are great. Trains go fast. <laughs> um, Alphonse is trying to talk to Edward. And just kind of like break tension because Edward's been a sad boy for who yeah. knows how long now. Yeah. Um, and Edward's like, you know, Alphonse, like, th- this this is my job. You don't have to come with me on these things, which, <laughs> first of all, where would he go? You're, yeah. You've, you've made him homeless. Yeah. And second of all, stop being mean to your brother. Yeah. And to the writers, stop being mean to Alphonse. Yeah, there's, oh gosh, it's so weird. Because, because... What I know of Edward and Alphonse, manga Edward and Alphonse, Edward would come up to Alphonse and be like, Alphonse, get up, we're going to use well. And Alphonse would yeah. be like, but I just adopted five cats. And Edward would be like, toss them in a dumpster, we're going. Yeah. Like, it's, it's You got them out of the dumpster in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Edward doesn't yeah. care. I, I, they, they stick together no matter what. Th- it, it's, it's becoming very clear to me that this is not a show about Edward and Alphonse. It's a show about Edward yeah. exclusively. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel that that's how the manga is at all. No. It's it's very upsetting to have that kind of loss of dynamic and also yeah. loss of an entire character here. Yeah. It, it really feels like that, though, because I really don't think Alphonse has gotten any good beats. I any... mean, he's got the Irasha or the Irasha. Yeah. Yeah, from the train episode when he yeah. beats everybody up. But, like... There's so much more to him. And even, like, the way that they have him react to scenes or the way that they kind of push him out of scenes, I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? How is it not more interesting to have him be involved? Um, but while they're on the train, we do a flashback to bef- to the train station before they left. Yeah, and we uh, see Winry is asking them. Yeah, a flashback inside oh, yeah. of a flashback. Yeah, um, so you might be sitting here thinking, aren't we already in flashback? And you'd be right. Mm-hmm. But... Flashception. <laughs> uh, at the train station, I, either either the boys are getting on the train that they're on now, or they're dropping Winry off on a train to go back to Raisin Bull, or both. Um, but Winry asks them if they're ever going to come back to Raisin Bull. And Ed's like, nah. And then Alphonse is like, Winry, we burned our house well, down. Where would we go? Come on. Please. Like they wouldn't just show up at Winry and Pinnacle's house I and know. be like, hey, is the guest room ready? <laughs> I know. I, I, it's ridiculous. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, but then we're back on, on the train, so Winry, Winry's gone. Bye. Uh, yeah, probably got kidnapped again. And the train arrives in Usewell Coal Mine. Uh, the boys disembark and they kind of go to exploring a little bit. It's a it's it's seems like a sleepy town, at least to the extent that not much is happening and everyone looks really really tired. Yeah, and a young boy carrying a long plank of wood then bonks Edward in the head. You've you've seen it's slapstick comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then pressures the the brothers into staying at an inn which his father owns as uh, father Holling owns this inn but he's very invasive about it he's like oh, yeah. how much he's, how much money you got how much you want to spend have super, you eaten where yeah it's super it, there's Predator. a lot of pressure yeah um, a lot of pressure um at the inn uh the elrics are checking in but hauling the owner uh first of all he says that he, he he runs the inn but he also works in the coal mine like everybody in town uh but having the inn lets him have kind of two irons in the fire mm-hmm. um he warns them that it's expensive to stay at the inn, and Edward's like, well, that's okay. Despite how we look, we have a lot of money. Don't do this. Don't ever do this. Don't ever do this. Do not ever tell somebody how much money you have in your especially wallet, especially in a negotiation. Yeah. Like, one thing that I learned living in Shanghai, even, is that you don't even keep all your money on you in a single place. You put little bits of it in different pockets when you're going to, like, a wet or a fake market. And that way, if you have to pull out money to count how much you've got, you're only pulling it out from one location. And so they never see how much you actually have on you at all times. But I'm pretty sure Holling even says, um, and and, and I know he does in the manga, I'm pretty sure he says it in the anime as well, where he's like, we're going to squeeze every penny out of you. Yeah. Like, we don't get visitors a lot. Yeah, this is so, this is a broke ass town. You're our so you're our two thousand dollars stimulus check. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, but he tells them that a, a night at the inn is going to cost two hundred thousand, um, which is about two thousand American. Yeah, about two thousand yeah. USD. Um, the boys do not have enough money for this, mm-hmm. uh, so Edward gets the idea to start uh, doing some alchemy to repair things like pickaxes and vases that people have, uh, which I guess is going to knock the price down a little bit. I guess it's unclear exactly what the plan is. Just kind of, I guess, do alchemy and ingratiate himself to the people right. in the um, inn. And, and he does. Everybody point... everybody really likes that. Yeah. Um, and Hollings impressed uh, because he he tells us he tried alchemy when he was a kid and he just didn't have the, the right, talent right. for it. Which, which I love. Yeah, I yeah. love the idea that literally anybody can do alchemy. But some people just may have more of an act for it. Like, like yeah. anyone can learn to play guitar, but not everyone's going to become Jenny, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, <laughs> um, the, the gender swap version of Jimi Hendrix. That's right. Uh, I love it. That's right. Um, uh, <laughs> but that's Arakawa's rule. That's, yeah. not something, that's not something that the anime came up with. And I think that's important. To know, because at, at some point, I'm sure we'll start getting into things that they actually come up with on their own. But I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to give them credit. For things that they didn't do. Okay. Uh, it's that's important to me. Wait, yeah, after they've I done that. Alfonso dirty. I get that. I get that. Uh, after all, as we established last episode, this anime has fuck all to do with Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist the manga. It has similar names and places, but not the same characters, and not Correct. the same plot, yeah. and not the same rules. This rule though is the same. Uh, Edward is revealed through conversation as a state alchemist who is on a mission to inspect the mine and he immediately gets kicked out 
Mm-hmm. Because, uh, which is funny, it, the scene works well because he gets kind of thrown on his face. Um, he gets thrown on his face and then his suitcase gets thrown after him yeah. and bounces off his butt and then falls on the ground. Yep, and Holling says that we don't feed or give beds to dogs of the military. Yeah. So this uh, epithet, is that the right word? Um, this this nasty way to refer to state alchemists has uh-huh. penetrated this small mining town. They're, they're not fans of alchemists here. Yeah. Um, Edward covers for Alphonse so that Alphonse can stay in the inn by saying that Alphonse has nothing to do with me. We just rode the train together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the boys are now separated. Mm-hmm. This leaves Alphonse inside of the inn where he meets a young man hauling son. Well, he doesn't... They don't mean each other, but they, they talk a little more. Uh, the young man who bonked Edward earlier hauling son, his name is Kyle. And he tells Alphonse that everybody in this town hates the military because the mine is run by a greedy military bastard and lieutenant named Yoki. And Hauling, in particular, is disgusted with state alchemists uh, because he f- there's kind of like a, a, I guess, a Hippocratic oath for alchemists or a mantra that they're supposed to follow, which is, alchemist, be thou for the people. Yes. And Hauling thinks that state alchemists sell their souls to the military and totally Disregard. defy Which, this. given what Jean Havoc told us about what a state alchemist guiding principle is, it is not loyalty to the military. The people. Yeah. It's loyalty to the military. So... That's, Holling's right, um, mm-hmm. based and on what I, we've been given so far. And I really like that he's the person, and he, and again, that's how it is in the manga, but I really like that he's the person to deliver this sentiment, because he's someone who tried to do alchemy. Yeah. And he's, to me, that, that, to me, that sets him up as the person who would be like, this was the ideal that I wanted to follow when I was doing it. And the and further I, didn't, I, I got have into the talent it, for it, the more I realized, though, what lay at the end of that road. State being a, becoming a state alchemist, you think? Yeah. But there are alchemists who aren't state alchemists. Yes. Yes. They hate state alchemists, though. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, ones who don't true, become right. state alchemists hate state alchemists. So yes. it's, yeah. Um, yeah, so just a, just a little bit more insight into how state alchemists are perceived outside around the country as dogs of the military. So um, we get outside where Edward is complaining he's sitting on the steps and he's holding his tummy because he's hungry um and then he's digging around in his pocket and he finds the oil can that winry gave him mm-hmm. and he smiles a little bit and he tells and, and he basically speaks into the air you know winry you could worry about the human and not the machine once in a while and alphonse shows up and he's like she does worry about you so they're reunited he brought some food uh and they talk for a little bit i think this beats really odd um because I don't ever get the impression that Winry doesn't worry about him as a person. Right, that's the whole reason she gave him the oil can in the first place, was because she was worried about him as a person. And it's kind yeah. of her way of being like, I'm I'm always going to be here for yeah. you. Yeah, and he's just looking at it like, what a shit gift. Yeah! <laughs> Asshole. Freeloading uh, piece of crap. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah, he's like, you could have got me a burger or something. Uh, uh, Alphonse and Edward are talking, and Alphonse says, maybe he should become a state alchemist. What? What? I thought we literally just watched- We literally did just watch. <laughs> watch a, a whole last episode in which Alphonse attempted to become a state alchemist and was told to drop out because they'd examine him during the physical. Right. So I... either they've totally, like, forgotten about that or something's changed and Alphonse now thinks he would be able yeah, to Yeah, they've pass. gotten rid of the physical now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just, 
the only reason that I think this line is there is because it's there in the manga. Right. But um, in the manga, makes... it makes sense because Alphonse has never attempted yeah. to become a state alchemist. In this, it doesn't make any sense because he's already attempted and, they and already dropped know out. He can't do and it. And they already know he can't do it. So it's it's so weird to have this here. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But Edward's no. response is... Edward's response, rather than being like, we just, we just tried that a couple episodes ago. His response is... More so, it's bad enough that he has to do it on his own. It'd mm-hmm. be worse if they both did it. Um, yeah. Back inside the inn, we meet this Lieutenant Yoki, uh, this bastard who runs the mine. Um, and he's come in to collect the taxes. He's accompanied by two big officers. They're all wearing their military uniforms. But there's another character here who is original to the anime. Um, she is a goth teenager in a miniskirt and some thigh-high boots with a mm-hmm. bob. She looks... Like she's taken out of uh, like a more modern day anime. She doesn't. She doesn't look like she belongs at all. She looks like she was like on the cutting room floor of a different show, and they were like, "Ah, just bring her to Full Metal." Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. Uh, she looks copy pasted in. It's I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> but Hauling is kind of defiant about this tax collection. He's and he's upset because the the pay that they get at the mine is very little. They don't make very much money. Yeah, and um. um Hot Topic Teen delivers this sick Fox News reporter one-liner, which is, that's because you don't work hard. Oof. Oh. Yeah, if you actually worked hard, you might make a living wage. Oh, Uh, my God. But the grown men are like, you literally lowered our pay and raised our taxes. They have some back and forth. Hauling goes to, like, attack this group. Um, and this goth teenager, her name is Lyra, uses her magic tornado necklace <laughs> to stop him. Um, there's a bigger fight with everybody at, in restaurant and Yoki's men. Um, and it kind of reaches a climax when Kyle ends up in the fray. And one of Yoki's men is about to, quote, make an example of him. Uh, I guess by stabbing him or slicing him with his sword. Uh, Every, I, I, it's a child. Yeah. This this soldier's gonna slice a child. I every time That's... a soldier in this like is close to doing a war crime, I'm gonna call it out. <laughs> a war because crime. That's also, yeah. Because also like that's also like a big theme in the manga is yeah. like war crimes are bad. Um so yeah. every but this, time this that is it's what here, happens I'm gonna in the manga. call Right. Yeah. But okay. It, okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna note it and just be like, um, this military just points guns and swings swords at children willy-nilly. They don't, they don't care. Yeah. There's no training. Yeah. Well, but I'm okay with that with Yoki's men, because Yoki's men are loyal to Yoki. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're absolutely Uh, goons. But it's, this uh, is not the first time that military people in this anime have threatened a child. Yeah. A person under the age of 12. It is... Yeah. Um, and now I know the listeners are on the edge of their seats because we left them with a cliffhanger of a sword going towards Kyle. Oh, uh, yeah, But it is, blo- it is blocked by Edward. Um, <laughs> Ed- so Edward and Alphonse are watching from the window and Edward kind of comes in and blocks the sword swipe with his automail arm. Um, and then he flashes his state alchemist watch. So Yoki's immediately like, oh God, he's a state alchemist. Mm-hmm. He actually, he ranks above Yoki. Yes, yes. Um, Edward outranks him. Uh, and he asks Edward to stay in his mansion while he does the inspection of the mine. Um, one of his underlings, Yoki's underlings, is like, who is this kid? And Yoki's like, what are you talking about? He's a state alchemist. They work directly under the Fuhrer. This beat does happen in the manga. It's a little bit different, though. Yeah, yeah. Because here, the, here, the impression that I got, and we rewatched it to make sure, is that this 
person does not know what state alchemists are. Right. Versus in the manga, he he's just like, what's the big deal? And Yoki's like, the big deal is he's a state alchemist, you bimbo. But the guy bimbo. kind of has the reaction to that of like, no, but th- this kid is a state alchemist though? Like, it's it's more of, yeah. in the manga it plays as more of a, what am I actually seeing here? Because yeah, yeah, that yeah. can't be what I think it is. Right, not literally, what am I seeing here? Yeah, it's more of a, it's it's like if you saw a dog with wings one day, you'd just be like, what? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, you know? Yeah. We're living Definitely. in a magical reality right now. Um, but also, it's confusing to me that he says they work directly under the Fuhrer, because I thought they worked directly under Boss Grand. I thought yeah, he was so the person in charge I, of... Um, it's, it's so bizarre to me, because saying that you work directly under the Fuhrer would be to imply that all state alchemists report and directly this, to the Fuhrer. And this could be a translation thing, because in the manga, it's they work for the Fuhrer, which well, I think is... Well, everybody in the military does, but... Well, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but, I, I don't know, it's... It's weird to me because I, I... But, but the, the idea behind it in the manga is that only the Fuhrer can give them marching orders. Yes. So, like, an, another person cannot command a state alchemist who is just a state alchemist and not also enlisted personnel to just march into battle. Right, because not every state alchemist works for the military in the capacity that Roy Mustang does. Right, yeah. Um, I don't think Sho Tucker did. No. I don't think Edward does because Edward, when he's in the canteen, doesn't wear a uniform. Well, I don't he think he also even has quit. a uniform. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't forget so that. So it um, doesn't matter what he wore in the canteen because he quit. Uh, but anyways, we go into our commercial break with Edward and Yoki kind of walking off together, and Alphonse is still at the inn. Yeah. Um, We come back from commercial break, uh, and we quickly go back to central headquarters to Roy Mustang's office. Yes. Where General Hallcrow, who we've met a couple times before, uh, is basically promoting Roy and Hawkeye. Roy to a full colonel's rank. And Hawkeye to a first lieutenant uh, by saying that there are open positions for those in the East. Um, yeah. Roy kind of chuckles and he says, the East, you're demoting me because the East is out in the boonies. Um, but he adds something where he's like, I guess having someone like me in Central's not, and he gets cut off. But the, the impression is that like, he's literally about to de- tell this person, yeah, I guess I should be promoted because having like a, either a lazy asshole like me in Central is bad or a maverick like me in Central is bad. But Hulkrow seems to like him, so they, they, they yeah, seem to be Hulk fine. Yeah, Hulkrow seems to be good with Mustang, which I hate, but he's Because he again, it's going, it's going against, they're showing us something different than what they're telling us, which they're telling us people don't, and maybe we're... Yeah, they're telling us people... Maybe we're assuming this well, because... Well, no, we because Boskron literally like, calls oh, yeah, 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 Mustang yeah. like a maverick or a loose cannon, and basically yeah. expresses some disdain for him, and now we're seeing superiors who like him, and so yeah. I need, I just need to have like... I'm fine if a couple superiors like him or if a couple don't like him. But, like, I do I do want to see more than just two opinions on right. it. Right. I just wish it was more I want to know what the I want to know what the general opinion of Roy Mustang is and then kind of what the counterculture opinion of him is, you know? I guess my thought is that they, they should be spending more time with Roy and more time building kind of his plots up. Yeah. But that doesn't happen today, because we are immediately whisked over to Yoki's dining room, where Edward and Yoki are having dinner. Um, Lyra is serving them dinner, and she's dressed... <laughs> Sorry, I, I see you sighing, and I wish I could join you. Um, she's dressed as a maid, and serving dinner, even though before she was... Who, what does she do What here? is her status? I get some bad... Also, why can't Yoki afford to keep a footman? 
I get so, okay. That's some. <laughs> you're upset because of how they set the table and the fact I'm that really maids upset by how they. The, but like, come on, <laughs> it's wrong in the manga too. Maids are serving dinner in the ta- and the table setup's wrong. Yeah, it, it annoyed me in the manga too. <laughs> yeah, there, there's very little excuse for it, but it's especially weird because the maids in the manga are just maids. Yeah, and here one of them is Lyra, who also like goes on missions with Yoki. I don't know if it's like her uncle. <laughs> or if there's like a weird Monica Lewinsky thing going on here. Gosh. Uh, I dude, I I don't know because they don't spend any time explaining it. Why is she his like why is she like in one instance his right hand basically and then in another instance she's fucking serving his dinner. Yeah. I don't get, I don't know. Um, I don't know. We learn a little bit about her specifically that she is an alchemist, which we kind of already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but she actually has intentions of becoming a state alchemist at some point in the future. And Yoki kind of says, you know, you could show Edward your alchemy after dinner. And Edward's like, I've already seen it. She just, uh, you know, liquefied the air and then heated it back up to create a shockwave. And that light came from the heat reaction. Yoki's kind of shocked that Edward can tell all this from a, from a glance. Um, yeah. But that wraps up any conversation we have about Lyra. Edward starts to press uh, Yoki on the state of the town, particularly because Yoki's eating really, really well. Yes, um, and even though, again, no one knows how to set a table. The knife goes on the right. Mm. And the water glass goes on the inside. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> um, they also don't have any spoons at this table. Even though they are also serving a meat course, <laughs> right, a soup a course, and, and a, a salad course all at the same time. Maybe that's why the With soup's... the knife on the left. I don't... Maybe that's why the soup's untouched. Edward's just too polite to be like, I don't have a spoon. <laughs> Uh, why doesn't he just transmute a spoon? He's too polite, he's too polite to, to transmute, transmute a spoon out of a fork or a knife. Um, yeah. Oh uh, my gosh. Edward presses Yoki on the wealth disparity that's evident in the town and yes. the obvious displeasure of the town folk. And Yoki has Lyra present a bribe. And Edward's like, so this is a bribe. And Yoki's like, I wouldn't think of it as a bribe. It's equivalent exchange. Which I think is a very, very nice beat. Yeah. Um, And Edward says that he'll think about it. Yeah. We go back to the inn, which we see now is called Inn Restaurant. And someone destroys the whole building with wind magic. It's Lyra. What? Yes. Um, In the chaos, uh, everybody gets out, but Kyle, the young man, is missing. Um, but he is saved by Alphonse because Alphonse kind of stands over yeah. him, I guess, and saves him. I'm sad, though, because I really wish that they had stuffed Kyle inside of Alphonse. Right. Because that's a gimmick that the manga uses a lot. Where when a we're lot. trying to save people in the first or chapter. protect people. Yeah, it, with Rosé, they stuff her inside of Alphonse. They stuff um, a, a whole grown woman inside of Alphonse at one point. Mm-hmm. They stuff well, a small little Chinese girl inside of <laughs> Alphonse at one point. Like, they love, Arakawa loves just throwing yeah. people inside of Alphonse because it's a very clever way to yeah. use his handicap. Right. And like, well, and I think that, like, she's, she's very focused on how do I make these characters, how do I play these characters' strengths and weaknesses? And the show is very much like, how do I move Edward to this place? Yeah. Yeah. Um, How do I make this thing happen? Yeah. Uh, The only thing they put inside of Alphonse in this show is a couple rolls of bread. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And a blanket on top of it. Yeah. But basically the whole town is... Because I think in restaurant, that's that's where everybody hangs out. Yeah. Um, And the whole town is upset that it's been destroyed. 
uh, Kyle goes to Edward and he's like, you're an alchemist. You can transmute gold to help my dad, which we know transmuting gold is illegal. Yes. Uh, but also, since it was destroyed with wind and not burned down Can't like it is in the manga. transmute it back together? Right. Wouldn't that be a lot more helpful than gold? I... Um, but Edward's, Edward's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that because state alchemists work on equivalent exchange and I don't get anything for helping you. So it looks like he took the bribe and Kyle is obviously upset. Yeah. Um, that makes sense, though. Edward then tells everyone, if you don't like how Yoki does, does everything, just why leave. don't you just move? What? I don't get it. Um, I don't get it at <laughs> all. It's so stupid. Holling says that, and Holling's kind of like, kid, you might not get this, but this is our home. And it's also, like, our grave. This is where we're gonna die. And Edward's convinced! So we're good. Yep. Um, he and Alphonse leave the scene, and they're playing, like, horns, like, very triumphant yeah, music. Yeah, it's a super weird beat. But then... Ed- they get to, they, yeah, they get to a cart full of mining waste rocks. Yeah, just a rubble rock. And Ed says that he's going to help, and he takes out the bag of coins. So he obviously did take this bribe. Um, yeah, and he dumps yeah, it into the big cart of rubble and starts a transmutation. So it is heavily implied, never actually confirmed, that Edward is transmuting the rocks into bars of rock and then plating them with the gold coins. However, right. there aren't a lot of gold coins, which means that to in order to spread out the gold coins that thin, this foil covering the gold coins has to be like one atom thick. Um, yeah. It's that's, super silly. That's at least the conclusion that we reached because he, spr- he's, he sprinkles the coins on and we were just like, okay, so I guess he's going to do that. We'll talk about how it differs from the way it goes down in the manga. Yeah, at the end, it's... But- they they do it's, ask you to do a lot of the work yeah, here and piecing together. It's interesting because it it's never confirmed that that's what happened. They they really ask you to like assume what's happened, and uh, they do give you enough evidence that you you can come to that conclusion on your own. It it is still something that I would have liked to have yeah. confirmed in dialogue because if you're not thinking that way, you're going to miss right, that. Right. Um, and I think we were only thinking that way because we were specifically looking for ways that it differed from the manga. Yeah. Um, Anyways, they take these bars of gold to Yoki's house, and Edward says that he wants to buy the mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, Yoki's like, I don't know if I can really sell you the mine. Um, but Edward shows him all the gold bars that he made, which they've yep. somehow gotten into Yoki's house. But basically, they, yeah, they have... somehow gotten it into a separate room in Yoki's <laughs> yes. house without Yoki or any of his staff noticing that they were hauling tons of blocks of gold into the house. Um, but then again, Yoki's staff does not know how to set a table. So I don't have a lot of confidence in their attention to detail. Fair. Fair. Um, but basically, uh, Yoki, neither of them want to really be on the record with all this gold because it's kind of sketch. Yeah. Uh, and Edward's like, well, here's what we can do is you can write a memo that says you gave me the mine free of charge and amicably and that way, this gold never goes on the books anywhere. Yeah. And Yoki's seems pretty cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we cut to hauling Kyle and the rest of the townspeople. They're in, like, a, a barn or a warehouse somewhere they're, in they're town. They're plotting a rebellion. Right. And but, Kyle's uh, upset because Holly's like, no, I'm not going to let you protest. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that uh, they tried to kill Kyle with a sword earlier. <laughs> um but their their scheming is interrupted by Edward, and he's kind of like, "Hello, everybody. What's up? I've got the deed to the town." 
Yes, um, and, and everyone's mad yeah, at him because now he's the guy who's going to raise their taxes and lower their pay. Yeah. Well, they don't have any reason to believe he's not. He's with the military. Yeah, exactly. He's 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 an alchemist. He works mm-hmm. for the military. He's just like Yoki yeah. and Lyra. Um, and he kind of waves the deed under their nose, and he's like, "I could give you this for I don't know, uh, two hundred thousand." And they're like, yeah. 200000 And he's like, well, we could just spend the night at the inn and we could call it even. And they're like, but the inn was destroyed. Or was it? Edward has resurrected in restaurant. Nobody noticed, but he did it. Yeah, um, he remade the whole thing. So, th- so things are looking good. He's going to give Hauling the deed. They're going to call it an equivalent exchange because it costs as much as a night at the inn. He and Alphonse are going to yeah. stay at the inn. Um, but Yoki appears. And he's upset because all the gold that Edward gave him has turned to stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ed's like, gold? I didn't give you any gold. I have this memo right yeah. here that says it was transferred free of charge and amicably. <laughs> gold? Um, the tone shifts immediately. And Yoki's like, Lyra! And then there's a fight scene. Um, it happens very, very sharply. Yeah, we go um, from Joe to that's like, in dramatic. A, in a way that's kind of fun, but kind of wrong. <laughs> kind of don't do that. Um, Lyra attacks Edward um, and basically they, they have a conversation that's along the lines of why would you go against the military if you're a state alchemist um, counterpoint technically since Edward outranks Yoki then Lyra and Yoki are the ones going against the military by going against mm-hmm. Edward but that's just my two cents here I, I definitely agree with you I think, I think it's fair to be like Lyra wouldn't know that but I kind of don't think Lyra's the one making the mistake. I kind of think the show writers are. Yeah. Um, I don't think the show writers know what chain of command is. Yeah, they don't have any... Well, and... and They don't have a lot of respect for chain of command, and that's quite upsetting. Yeah, it's frustrating to see how how seriously and how intentional Arakawa is with it. Mm -hmm. uh, How seriously she takes it and how intentional she is with it. And to see them, like, not care and just kind of be like, eh... One day it'll be Havoc, one day it'll be a random guy. One day Roy Mustang will be in charge, the other day it'll be Boss Grand. Every second Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they really don't care. Um, But she blasts him with another air blast, which burns or vaporizes the glove. It gets rid of glove. The one on his automail hand, It's very much in the same way that Edward's ribbon flicked Maj Hall's sword, where you don't really see exactly what happened, but it happens. You know what I just realized? Um, The way that he blocks the sword with his metal arm, you don't see that it's his metal arm. The glove gets burned off, revealing his automail arm. Uh, and he transmutes it to make the blade that he uses a lot. I'd really like it if he did uh, anything else with alchemy. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be really fun. Um, but then he slices upward and cuts the chain on Lyra's necklace with the blade without cutting her throat open. Or her is, whole dang head off. It's very skillful. Yes. Um, um, but, but, but now that she doesn't have the necklace, she is no longer able to do alchemy. Yeah, she's real upset because she apparently doesn't know how to like draw a transmutation circle in the dirt with her fingers. I'd love for her to actually go take the state alchemist exam and they'd be like, I, I, take the necklace off and she'd be like, fuck! What, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Yoki and his grunts are handled by the men who work in the mine because they're big, strong men. Yeah. Um, and once again, the day is saved by violence. They Yay! Beat, everybody gets beat up and everybody's happy. So back in In Restaurant, yep. Edward has apparently made In Restaurant 
even better than yeah. it was before. He has improved the ambiance. I'm having trouble understanding because Holling's wife is the one who's like, he's made it better. And then Holling's like, yeah, he improved the ambiance. And I'm trying to figure out if that's like his because being here, here makes everybody happier. Or if he actually like did something to like dim the lights <laughs> at in restaurant and improve so, the ambiance. So from, from what I remember, what they say is something like he has his he's his he has improved the atmosphere. Yeah. But it's kind of ambiguous if that's through freeing the town from Yoki, right? Or if that's through adding some um maybe some glade misters. But everyone's celebrating and everyone's kind of forcing drinks on them. Um, and that's the end of our, yeah, the end of our episode, right? Yeah. Well, uh, almost. That's oh, that's yeah. our That's our denouement. It's actually denouement, a much. Denouement, and then they always have like a little it's epilogue. A much, it's a much classier denouement than they've been doing, I feel like. Yeah. It's much quicker and it's much more fun. Um, but yes, epilogue, like you said. Um, this one's in Mustang's office kind of following up on those threads. Well, I, I thought following up on those threads because it seemed like... Uh, I don't it seems know. actually yeah, yeah, yeah. quite disconnected from the entirety of the episode we've just watched because Hawkeye is talking to Mustang and she's telling him that this transfer to the East is good because it'll create an re- opportunity to reevaluate Usewell Coal Mine and the personnel in the East to oversee it. This will probably create an opening. Um, but honey... Like, why is Edward there yeah. then? If, if if you've been anticipating a moment to send somebody into the East to inspect Usewell Coal Mine, you already did that. So what? why are we even talking about this? But I In think... addition, why is Mustang the one sending Edward to the East? That's not his jurisdiction. Mustang's in Central, which means that Edward is in Central if he's under Mustang, which means that Edward gets deployed within Central. Right. He doesn't get deployed to the East. Whoever's in charge of Alchemist in the East deploys Edward to the East. But they played this beat kind of like Mustang planned all of this, because he, yeah. he acts kind of coy about he's it. He's like, it's, yeah, look, we could really, like, relax and take yeah. things easy. Well, and the reason, the reason that Edward goes to the East in or the reason that Edward goes to Usewell in the manga is because they're getting reports that things in the that things in Usewell aren't going well and people are unhappy and something's yeah. wrong. Yeah, and Mustang's like, "Hey, go to Usewell, right. check this out. Something hinky's going on." Also, but I the heard way, that there might be this thing going on in Leor. You can go check it out. I don't care. The way that they kind of play it here makes it seem. To, this is the way I understood it. Makes it seem like Mustang knew that things were going on weird there knew that an opening was going to be created for him and Hawkeye to move there with new ranks mm-hmm. and that they sent Edward there in advance to kind of like start laying groundwork. Is that the impression you got? I, I don't know. I didn't get an impression from this. I don't get impressions from Roy Mustang in this. Roy Mustang yeah. is nothing in he does, this. He does get a good line here though, because in, in preparation for going to the East, uh, he's like, I, I don't know exactly what he says, but he says something like, the ladies in the East better, like, get themselves ready for Roy Mustang. <laughs> vroom, vroom. I, I <laughs> you added the vroom, vroom. But yeah, yeah that's, essentially, that's essentially it. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye's thoroughly unimpressed by that, though. Obviously. She's just like, all right, um, so anyway, people are saying they really like these Elric brothers yeah. and that they're getting more famous, and people mm. are saying there's a champion among the dogs of the military. A champion of the people. A champion of the people. Um... And Roy hears this line. I would expect Roy to hear this line and be like, I'm the champion of the people yeah, among I, the dogs of the military. I planned this shit. That was me. But instead. Where's my credit? 
about it. Instead, he kind of like turns his head out the window and his, his expression changes and he looks... Wistful? Satisfied? It's unclear. It's a positive feeling, I think. But yeah. it's really unclear what specifically it is. Yeah. Um, we After cut. this, three years later, there's a car driving in the desert. And... <laughs> I'm so, That's right, I'm, guys. It just the time skip just really, fucking ends. They really fucking did it. No to wrap up I'm to it. It's just furious about this <laughs> because they they literally go from Mustang looking however he looks to cut. We're in the desert. They put the subtitles up that they use to show time skips, and we're we're all caught up. We're just Edward's three years later. 15, That's it. That's the whole thing. Alphonse is fourteen. That's the whole. We're That's the going. Whole we're going it's to done. Lior. It's Fuck done. you. Um, they, they, they just, they just did it. No resolution. They really no fucking bows, did it to us. No lessons. Just wasting my goddamn time. Nothing about the homunculi. None of this had to happen in flashback with the exception of Edward and Alphonse blowing themselves to bits in a human transmutation and never becoming a state alchemist, which I didn't need to see yet because I didn't have any questions about them yet. No new questions at all. No. Literally everything. I am, I am in the exact, when we left episode two. I'm in the exact same place as I was then. Yeah, yeah. It's I, it's answered nothing for me. It has raised no new questions for me. I'm I I do know that Lyra becomes significant later. So they did feel they might have had to get that, her in early. That feels appropriate. I, I'll I'll let them have that. I'll, I'll let them have Lyra altogether if they do something interesting with her. But it's I'm there's a lot here that just didn't. There are am, a lot of am, things they did not that that they seem to have promised by doing a flashback at all. I'm fucking pissed that they did not fulfill, and I'm really mad about it. So let's talk about takeaways from this episode while we're talking about being mad. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> Bye, they straight bitch. up ditch Winry, and we never hear from her again. Like she most likely did get kidnapped and actually murdered this time. Well, and the law of averages would say 100% she got kidnapped. Yeah, because because you know the last time she's alone in Central. She gets kidnapped and and strung up on meat hooks. That's what happens when Winry's alone in Central. Um, They're having a lot of trouble balancing their cast, I feel like. They really are. They're putting them in weird scenes together. When when they're done with with like an arc with Winry, they just kind of dump her and are just like, bye. I don't think they have a good like sense for who every character is and how they're supposed to play together. And that's obviously most on display with Alphonse. But it confuses me too because... We've been watching a lot of Naruto, which I think we talked about a couple times. Uh, yeah. Because I'd never seen it before. Started it when I was like on a mad depression spike and we've just kind of kept it going because now yeah. he's into it. So. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I didn't watch it as a kid because it was not cool to watch Naruto at my high school. Well, um, yeah, but that's in not case because you guys are Naruto how old are. wasn't are. like, you know, a halfway decent piece of media. It's because, you know, Naruto fans would Naruto run in the hallways. Right. Well, that's that's literally what it was. So I didn't watch it because I was just like, this doesn't seem like up my alley. I also didn't have great access to anime as a kid because yeah. um, I didn't have uh, all the cable channels. Um, you also grew up with two siblings, and so it was it was a fight for yeah, true, who got true, to watch yeah. what. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have been in the minority. Yeah, everybody puts their hands over the where the remote gets picked up. Yeah. Um, uh, but Naruto the reason I bring it up is because Naruto has a massive cast huge cast oh huge we're at the point where it has like what 50 to 100 characters all doing something right now I feel like there's close to 50 characters that that you're actually supposed to know right now where they are and what they're doing yeah Um, which is amazing you do you know where every single one of them is what they're doing who they are you don't forget who they are they're all very distinct 
Yeah. They're all very fleshed out. And they all interact in interesting ways. And the pacing of that show is just incredible. It's slower. But but it's it's so measured. But it's not confusing. It's very measured. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. Um, It knows what it's doing. And Edward Elric is in that show as Timari. Yes! Romy Park is in it! She's amazing as always. Yeah, let's. We're gonna start doing the Kevin Bacon game with anime, but we're gonna do it as Romy Park. Romy Park. Yeah. Yes. How many Six how many anime do you have to go through Park. to get back to Romy Park? But if you could, <laughs> I'm sure it takes like one step to get any an, an anime to Naruto, right? Probably. Yeah. It's so huge. So trouble balancing their cast specifically with Winry and to me specifically with Alphonse, because as you know, he yeah. is my favorite character by a good margin. I feel like they're and also though they having just don't trouble know what doing. balancing. Roy Mustang and Hawkeye. They don't know what to do with them. That's interesting. Which I, which I, which is so crazy. I don't because get. Mustang is so interesting as a character. I think he's. I hope. Awful. <laughs> I hope that they kind of were doing this, and they were like, "Well, this is three years early, so we don't want to start playing Mustang's cards yet." Then why do this three years early? Yeah. Then why like, do it just, as a flashback in the first just place? Show, just show me who he is. Now, but anyway, the, but the flashback is over, and Roy, we t- we commented when we first met him that he's not supposed to be in Central; he's supposed to be in the East, and he is now. So this entire thing was to show why he's in the East, which, like, no, in the manga, you, no, I that, just, you, no, <laughs> I just accepted that he was working in right. the East in the mind. Like that's just it. He's okay. Well, he's like, stationed in the East. The end, because that's how that's how militaries work. Sometimes you're just stationed at a base somewhere. Yeah. It's very, very weird. Um, and kind of what we what we said with the flashback wrapping up is that there was there was no point to it. Uh-uh. That's my big no. takeaway from this episode. And, and like, I looked it up. I was excited that we were getting out of flashback this episode. I was excited to see what the whole point was. There was no point. Yeah, no point. And, and I'm willing to give them next episode to say this is why the flashback mattered. But I really don't think they're going to. I really think they're just like, okay, it's over. Yeah, we got, so there, we there got was, our shit out of the way we showed how no he became point. a state alchemist we showed well and how and, they blew themselves up it's and in a few episodes we won't even talk about the flashback it won't be relevant is, is how i feel see the the thing is in the manga the flashback is paced and we've talked about this so much it's paced to the point totally where different place. it's in a yeah it's, i know it's in a completely different place way because shorter. she lets you build up all of these questions about what exactly yeah. happened in the past yeah. and actually care about the boys as individuals so that when you get your flashbacks and there are several of them they're paced out so that you don't get all of it all at once then you're you're sitting there like oh Oh, shit. And it really serves a point and answers a lot of questions for you. Well, and and of, it's also interesting because it's not just delivered to the audience. It's delivered to a character. The flashback oh. is actually for... They, they go to visit their old teacher, Izumi. Yeah. And she's like, what happened to you? And they sit down and that's when the flashback begins. Is It's them telling Izumi a story. So it's it serves multiple purposes. It is layered. It's weighted. Mm-hmm. And that's why... That's also a much better mechanic for a flashback. It's a really good mechanic for a flashback, um, but it's instead of just starting it. But in the manga, part of the flashback is their training with Izumi, is it not? It's part of a later flashback. But okay, okay. Part part of what I was thinking with oh, this no, flashback... Oh, no, it's part of the same flashback. It all happens together. I was wrong. E- either way, one of the big questions I have is, how did these boys get to be so dang good at alchemy? And this flashback did not answer that. It referenced that they had some training and it showed some stills and it showed a silhouette of Azumi. Yeah. But they still have to answer those questions. So if I have any questions, 
it's the same question I had at the beginning, which is how did they get so good at alchemy? Which yeah. to me is not. And also, who are the homunculi? To me, but to me, that the homunculi, I guess, is. But how did they get so good at alchemy? That's not a dramatic question in the sense that I need action to answer it. Yeah. It's it's not a question that's going to keep me watching. I guess. Yeah. I'm willing to accept that they're just good at alchemy. Right. Um. I I I I wanted more about the homunculi. I want there was so much that I wanted from this flashback that it didn't give me, and so I feel I feel very cheated. Yeah. But but. Very short change. But here's the thing, dude. Is very shorted. Do you feel cheated for the last seven episodes of this nine episode anime? I do. Yeah. Why the? What was the point? Yeah, I feel so cheated that I'm like, why am I continuing to watch? I'm continuing to watch because we've made a promise. But like, other than that, why am I here? Uh, why am I here? And Naruto's on just thirty minutes later. So I assume <laughs> this, was that the tsunami schedule? Was this on tsunami? Um, no, this aired on, um, Adult Swim, I believe. Oh, dang. I yeah, remember seeing it. So it. I remember dark. watching it on Adult Swim. Yeah. At, like, 11 That's p.m. interesting, yeah, that Adult came... Swim, because, like, because, like, some anime, like, uh, some anime is more vulgar and more violent. Yeah. And this is certainly violent and dark, but it's interesting to me that, that, that a show that was definitely made for young men in Japan, uh-huh. getting bumped to an Adult Swim slot in the States... Uh, whatever the case may be. Um, something that I thought was really clearly on display this episode, um, and which we've talked about a bunch before, is that the show is afraid to be funny. So afraid because of this it. Because this chapter is hilarious in the manga. Yeah, it totally is. A- as are most chapters in the manga. They're, it's a very, very fun manga. And here, mm-hmm. it's everything's played so much more seriously. And we made uh, a list of points... At which it could have been funny. Right. Because we, we checked the manga to, to make sure that, like, we were remembering everything correctly. Yeah. One of the first instances, and this is a huge thing for this whole episode, is that Edward is not afraid to make gold, which is illegal. No, he's not afraid. Neither one of them is afraid of criminal activity. Right. They're both like... Alphonse is know, averse to it. Right. But, but they're both like... He's like, The no. law is here to protect people, but we always gotta ask... Who it's protecting. Right. And if we'll protect more people by breaking the law, then I guess we'll break the law. Yeah, that doesn't... that Break the law it, does not bother them. But, no. But it definitely seems to bother the show writers because, Alf, because Edward does not make gold this arc. No. I and mean, we have explanations for everything that happens but with like, gold. At but the like, very, at the very top of this yes. arc, when Edward is in the inn for the first time and they realize they don't have enough money to pay for it. First of all, Edward doesn't tell them that they have a lot of money. They just go through their wallet and they're like... Fuck. We don't have enough money. Um, and so then Edward's like, but you know, we could make some money. Edward, we can't make money. It's illegal to make money. If we don't get caught, we don't get caught. And then Kyle shows up and he's like, you talking about making money? You're an alchemist? Yeah. So and it's he, yeah, very he, goofy. He, he outs them as alchemists and they start doing the transmuting to fix things. Basically because they're forced into it because yes. they've been exposed as alchemists. Yes. Um. But then, then Edward also, gets Edward gets exposed. Wait, go ahead. We can also compare this to to when Edward's composed or exposed as a state alchemist, yeah, he gets yeah. kicked out. They both get kicked out, but then Alphonse comes up and goes, "Wait, I'm not a state anything." And they yeah. go, "Oh, then you're fine." And, and they, they bring Alphonse into the inn while and they're Edward like partying is outside, wailing yeah. that Alphonse is a traitor it, to him. It, it's very funny. As as a comedic beat, it it totally rules because it's oh, just because yeah. Alphonse is kind of a piece of shit. He's like, "I'm not with him. 
yeah, we're brothers, but, but I'm not a dog of the military. <laughs> and the, my, the best part is he doesn't need to be in the inn. No, he doesn't. He doesn't need the bed or the food. <laughs> no, he does not. And Edward knows that because when we next see Edward in the Well, movie, Edward's like, you're a traitor. What the hell? Yeah. But it's also a moment of Alphonse recognizing that he can he can get things that Edward can't in I this know. moment, and, and he doesn't have a problem doing it. And Edward's gonna be fr- exactly like they love poking each other. Yeah, they're and brothers. Like, yeah, they're brothers. They have a it's very familial. But then when we next see Edward, he's literally outside of the inn crying over how hungry he yeah. is, and then he's cursing Alphonse, saying he's inhumane, you can't even eat, you asshole, abandoning out me out here. And, the, and then Alphonse appears with the food that he snuck out. And Edward, you guys remember glomping? <laughs> since since he, we were talking about early aughts tropes and narrative, he dead-ass glomps him. It's like the first time I've seen glomping in a long time. But yeah. he dead-ass does it. And he cries, Dear brother, I never doubted you for a second. It's, it's and hilarious. Like, when he's, it's so funny. The whole the chapter's juxtaposition is amazing. Um, There's joy in it. There's yes. so much fun and joy. Like, you could tell she had fun writing it. I know. Well, and even, like, even the scene where he's discovered as a state alchemist, I, it, you probably couldn't do it the same way in an anime, but the way that that scene is drawn is hilarious. Because Hauling just kind of wordlessly, like, swipes his plate up. The whole chapter's funny as frick. Yeah. And this episode just isn't. Yeah, um, it's great. Uh, uh, like, I think I think we already talked about this, but why didn't they put Kyle inside of Alphonse Because in the addition to being collapsed? creative, it's it's funny to just have Alphonse just pull a whole, whole ass person out of him. Yeah. Like, always funny. Um, the, the only other two differences, I mean, one of them's relatively big, the other one's kind of small, but when Edward makes the gold, he, he turns the stone into gold. He breaks the law. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he here, straight up does something illegal. Here in the we assume that he took the coins and he spread them out to cover all the stone bars. Yes. Um, uh, but, but he, they go to the train cart and he says to Alphonse, I'm going to do something illegal real quick. And Alphonse is like, yeah. are you making me an accomplice? And Edward's basically like, if you don't want to be a accomplice, turn around. Um, and Alphonse is like, don't guys, get... what am I going to do with you? Yeah. But, he, but, but Edward, he's, he's there for it. Edward repeats, like, if we don't get caught, we don't get caught. Um, and he does something illegal real quick. And that, to me, also makes more sense for, like, because on the way out, he can just, like, tap it and be like, all right, you're rock again. Yeah. Versus with the way that we have it set up here, where he, has he to collect sprinkles all the, the coins, coins again. He's just got to be like, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. Um, it's stupid. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. And also at the very end, instead of Edward rebuilding the inn, he does not rebuild the inn. Because they burned down. And yeah, in the manga, it gets burned down and Edward does not reconstruct the inn. Instead, they all just get drunk in a warehouse yeah. and in an alleyway. Because they're rough and tumble guys. Yeah. And I love that. Like, yeah. I don't think there's any women in this arc in the manga there are. at all. There are. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Hauling's wife seems to have more of a presence in the anime. Yeah, uh, but it's 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 just a rough and tumble town, so they have a rough and tumble time. Overall, the the episode's decent. Um, yeah, it's I, it's actually not terrible. I think "Be Thou for the People" is an amazing title. Like you could put that as the last title of the Amestrian Candidate, and I would be like, "Ooh, that's a sick. That's a because that's a heavy weighty title." Um, and I don't think the episode lives up to it. No comment. Which okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, no comment on the Amestrian Candidate. Absolutely none. I'm okay. not talking about the end of it. Okay, fair, fair. Uh, sorry guys, I tried for <laughs> no, you. How it is. I've been getting so many requests to have you spill the beans. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but overall, I think I think the episode's all right. I I actually think the last episode's a little bit better. 
Um, and I'm, I'm trying to, like, rate the episodes as we go nowadays. <laughs> Especially now that we're out of flashback. Oh, boy. Um, Yay! But, like, uh, but it's just not funny. No. And, and no. seeing seeing the same events happen and then be hilarious just really, like, weighs on it. Um, I don't... Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Please. Uh, oh, I'm jumping to the next point. So if um, you have anything about tone just, or overall impressions. I was just saying, like, the the characters in this, speaking of not being funny... The characters do in this do not think or act like real human people. Like they yeah. don't have genuine real reactions to things. No. They just they they very much go with the flow and feel kind of reactive to circumstances and not proactive in their in their lives. They don't feel like they have proportionate reactions to things that are going on around them. It's very bizarre. Well, and uh, um, I'm thinking specifically of Alphonse saying that he wants to become a state alchemist, and that really not making any sense. Yeah. I think the only reason that line is there is because he says that in the manga. And that's what I feel like a lot of beats that happen in this are like, is they happen in the manga, so therefore we have to have it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't fit with the characters or world they have constructed, so therefore it doesn't feel real. They don't feel like real people. Yeah. Um, and I think I think... The big thing that we have to talk about. I guess about. it makes sense for Alphonse to not think or feel like a real person since he's all, <laughs> he doesn't have a body, he's so a, he he's can't a robot. feel things. Um, I think the thing that we have to talk about in this episode is Lyra. Yep. She's um, new. I think her character design is trash. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing about. It is, right? It's she, not. She doesn't... I don't she, like it for this universe, no. She doesn't look like she belongs in this universe at all. Yeah. To the point where her entering with Yoki and the two guys. You laughed. It, I laughed because it looks like it looks like someone drew that scene with Yoki and the two guys entering and everything's fine. And then someone was like, let me just let, let me just Elmer's glue <laughs> Lyra into this frame. And it's like, what the fuck? That they am I picked up at? off the cutting room floor of another anime. It definitely feels like that to me, for sure. Um But she is going to be in it again. She is and coming I'm, back. I'm down for that. I I don't dislike her character design generally it just doesn't make any sense for full metal mm-hmm. um and if they so if they fix her outfit and make her interesting i'm down to have more of her and i actually think that having a character who wants to be a state alchemist but is super loyal to the military sees a state alchemist who isn't loyal to the military but who's a way better alchemist than she is i think that there's a lot of room there for interesting character stuff mm-hmm. um but we'll see what they actually do with it if they actually do anything with it. So you you are a little bit excited moving forward for more Lyra. Only because you said that she is in it more. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, okay, I can, I can see how she would be useful. I don't think she really did anything here. I don't think she really belonged in this episode. Yeah. So if you're saying, well, they only put her in this episode because they need her later. I'll give them a little bit of leeway on that. Okay. Um, as long as they need her later and they're not just fucking with us. Or yeah. fucking around or doing something stupid. What else um, are you excited for? Uh... Excited for moving forward. I'm excited for the next episode because uh, we're out of flashback. Yes. Uh, so we'll finally get to see things progress. And you saw something else in the preview for the next episode that made you real excited. What yep. was that? Big titty bunny girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next episode is called The Phantom Thief. It's got a big titty bunny girl. <laughs> it's a girl. She's got big honkadonkers and she is... um. <laughs> Wearing a little bunny hat. So we're gonna... I already know what happens And she unzips. 
She unzips, like teases it by unzipping. Things are looking very promising in the next episode. There's a lot that I already know about this and I hate it, but we're gonna, uh, we'll get there when we get there. I'm excited for more homunculi. I'm excited to see who our villains are because I have not seen them for uh, so Seven, ep- five episodes now? Well, you saw, you saw Lust. I saw Lust for about briefly, three seconds yeah. in Maj Hall's episode. So, but I haven't had any real well, we know contact also, with them for a while. We know that there's also gluttony and presumably this person named Envy. Yes. So I'm, 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 I'm excited to see them and figure out what's going on there. Um... I'm just kind of stunned that they couldn't figure out a way to get them into the flashback. Yeah, that's that's like nuts. Come on, when crazy. I when I do my follow up and rewrite the Maj Hall episode and maybe this one, I'll figure out some ways to get them to get them in there. Let's just rewrite the whole show. Let's just call rewrite it, the we'll whole call show. It Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we will see you guys next time when we review. Episode 10. The Phantom Thief.